0: Do you like feeling good? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Positive Thinking, the podcast created to uplift and encourage you while giving practical tools to keep Christ at the center of your life. Like a painter dips his paintbrush in vibrant colors to color a painting, you can come here to be reminded that you are redeemed, filling your world with a kaleidoscope of biblical principles. Here to bless you, welcome your host, an author, retired naval officer, CEO, and Christ follower, Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. Hey there, you podcasters. I wanted to pop on today just to be a blessing to you. Have I got a word that's going to bless you? This is going to be some nuggets you can take throughout the week. It is going to be something that you could use, very practical. And that you could just continue to munch on and it's just going to bless you. I would even challenge you to go back and put it on a replay later on in the week after you listen to it to to gather more nuggets from it. So I was super excited to pop on today because I have been looking at this word for um, the last couple days and just trying to figure out, okay, Lord, I know you're speaking, but Um, What perspective or what angle is a better word that you want me to take this word from? And I believe that he has given me this angle. Um, If I had to title today's topic, I would title it Blocking Spirits. Blocking Spirits. Blocking Spirits. And we're going to come out of the book of Acts. We will be in Acts, the 13th chapter verses six through probably verse eight. We're going to be in the book of Acts chapter 13 verses six through eight. I'm going to read the verse and then I'll give you a quick backdrop on what's actually going on in the background of this scripture so you can kind of um, get a feel for uh, what the setting is and how uh, the Apostle Paul got to this particular place in time to do this particular task. And I want you to just be flexible on today because I may go a little bit further into uh, verses 9 through 12. It just depends on how the Holy Spirit leads on today, but I just want to make sure that I bless you. But again, today's topic is blocking spirits. I want to first start out by saying thank you. Thank you to all the loyal listeners. Guys, we have gotten to... Or we have accomplished a hundred thousand downloads. That is a big deal. We cannot do a feat like that had God not blessed it. So I'm super excited with what God is doing on today in your life and in my life. And um, I don't take it lightly when you decide to download and listen to me. I don't take it lightly when you have planned me in your schedule or you have downloaded maybe my app, you've bought a book or whatever. You've went to my YouTube channel and you've supported me. So I want you to know that I appreciate you. I want you to know that I love you. And I pray that every time you receive a word from me, that it changes your life. I pray that every time you receive a word from me, that it's an authentic word that touches your heart. I pray that when you receive a word from me, that you are never the same, that you can use it, you can apply it, and you will see results in your life. That is what I truly desire for my listeners for you to get the word for it to change your life you can't pay for that that's something that only you and God can do by way of relationship but let's jump into this word And again, I want to put one plug in for those that have not went on to the YouTube channel. I would encourage you to go over to my YouTube channel. It's called Positive Thinking Podcast. You'll see me on there, Jasmine Baker. I want you to go over there and subscribe. We're trying to get the subscribers up on the YouTube side so that we can continue growing the positive thinking community. So without further ado, let's jump right into the book of Acts. I'm at Acts chapter 13, verses 6 through verses eight. Again, if I had to title today's topic, I would title it blocking spirits. How many of you know that sometimes you can have um, become attached to things, people, places that block you from a blessing? I know that I'm right because I can remember times in my life when um, there was people that I was associating with. And then every time I would have interactions with them, something would be held up. It seemed like something would be on delay. It's like my life was flowing in abundance, but whenever I had that interaction with them, things was just a little bit difficult, difficult or things would kind of slow down or stop up or uh, it wouldn't be as smooth as normal. I'm talking to somebody on today that has dealt with that. I'm talking to somebody on today where things were going smooth and then all of a sudden you got a hiccup and you're trying to figure out Where did this hiccup come from? That I'm doing all that God has asked me to do. I'm making sure that I keep my heart clean. I'm making sure that I, you know, ask for forgiveness when I fall short of the glory of God. I'm making sure that I'm consecrated and set apart. But it just seems like something keeps delaying. Something keeps holding me back. It seems like you know things aren't going as smooth as they could be going. And what I'm here to tell you on today is that is a blocking spirit. And I've come to. Revelation on it. I've come to cast light on it that you might see it in the Word of God. Says that when we find the enemy, Satan, the devil in the Word of God, when we locate him, he has to restore to us seven times. So I'm decreeing and declaring as we open up this, this revelation on blocking spirits that you are going to come into your epiphany moment or your aha moment and you're going to say, you know what? I think I get this. I think I figured out why this has been held up for me. And when you figure that out, you say, Lord, I thank you. I appreciate the revelation. I appreciate the words of wisdom, the word of knowledge. And I'm going to take this thing. And because I have found it and I trust you and I come to you by faith, because without faith, it's impossible to fee- Please, God, I come to you by faith. You're going to restore unto me seven times because you said when I locate the enemy, the enemy has to give back to me seven times what he stole. So today is actually an awesome day for you. Today is the day that you're going to be blessed because we are locating Satan in the spirit. And we're saying, I see you. I see you blocking me. So I'm going to jump right into this scripture at verse six. It says, afterward, they preached from town to town across the entire island until finally they reached Paphos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer, a false prophet named Bargius. He had attached himself to the governor, Sergius Paulus, a man of considerable insight and understanding. The governor invited Barnabas and Saul to visit him, for he wanted to hear the word of God. But The sorcerer, as his name means in Greek, interfered and urged the governor to pay no attention to what Saul and Barnabas said. He was trying to turn the governor away from the Christian faith. I want to read this again because we're talking about blocking spirits. We're talking about blocking spirits. And I want you to see. What happens when we find ourselves associated with something that is uh, contrary to what God wants and that person can begin to attach themselves to you or that thing can attach itself to you and now it's blocking a blessing that belongs to you. Let's read this again. It says, afterward, they preach from town to town, they being Saul and Barnabas. And again, I'll give you some backdrop on that. Afterward, they preach from town to town, across the entire island until finally they reach Paphos, where they met a Jewish sorcerer. Now, Paphos is on the island of Cyprus. It's on the island of Cyprus. So they're basically in Paphos, and they meet this Jewish sorcerer, who's a false prophet named Bargeas. He had attached himself to the governor. Now, I need you to get this. It says that this Jewish sorcerer who was a false prophet had attached himself to the governor. The governor's name is Sergius Paulus, a man of considerable insight. So this tells me that this governor was not some uh, slow person. This governor was not someone who was clueless. This governor was had the ability to discern. This governor was open-minded. This governor was looking for the truth. Now I need you to get this because it says a considerable, a man of considerable insight and understanding. So the, that is the scripture signifying that this man was not um, ignorant. He, he was uh, educated. He was uh, intellectual, whatever you want to call it. This governor was not slow. It says the governor invited Barnabas and Saul to visit him. Now let me back up one more scripture. Remember, it says the Jewish sorcerer, the false prophet named Bargeus had attached himself to the governor. The governor's whose name was Sergius Paulus, a man who was very intellectual and had deep understanding. It says the governor invited Barnabas and Saul to visit him for he wanted to hear the word of God. So get this, the sorcerer is attached to the governor. The governor has now come into contact with Barnabas and Saul, and he wants them to come over and visit him to tell him about God. And it says, but Elymas the sorcerer, now they call him, first they call him a Jewish sorcerer, then they call him a false prophet, and then they name him as the false prophet. So his, his name as the false prophet is called Bar-Jesus, but his name in Greek is Elymas. So this is the same person. Iliamus, the, the false prophet, the Jewish sorcerer, the bar Jesus, they're all the same person. They're just giving you different names for them. So it says, but Iliamus, the sorcerer, as his name means in Greek. And you got to get this because Iliamus in Greek is very interesting. When I looked it up, it meant magician. It meant magician. So this guy is a magician. It meant magician or sorcerer. So this is. Who he is. He's a liar. He's not uh, um, trying to stand in the light of God. He's standing in darkness and trying to deceive the governor. But it says, but Iliamus, the sorcerer, as his name means in Greek, interfered and urged the governor to pay no attention to what Saul and Barnabas said. He was trying to turn the governor away from the Christian faith. So I need you to get this on today. There can come a point in time in your life where you you know how your parents used to say be careful hanging out with such and such because one apple spoils the whole bunch or they'll say you know what don't hang out with them because there's guilt by association you might find yourself getting in trouble i want you to think of that concept the word of god tells us like this it says how can two walk together and not agree so what you're seeing here is you're seeing the governor trying to uh his mind is open. He's has this ability to discern and he wants to hear about the word of God. He doesn't want to stay in the dark, but the sorcerer has attached himself to this man. And I could imagine this man has status. This man has clout. This man has money. And the and this sorcerer is profiting from him. This sorcerer is profiting from the clout that uh surgery is polished, which is the governor what he has and um he does not want the governor to come into the light because if you if, if he comes into the light come on now then the sorcerer won't be able to deceive him anymore the sorcerer will not get the benefits he's receiving by lying to him anymore the sorcerer will be what he will be found out he will be found out so the sorcerer tries to get the governor not to pay attention To Saul and Barnabas. So he tells the governor, you know what, you don't want to hear what they got to say. They're not talking about nothing. But the whole time he's trying to turn the governor away from the Christian faith. So my question to you on today is who's blocking your blessing? Who is blocking your blessing who is blocking you from what god has called you to do who's blocking you from receiving the hard uh the labor and the work that you put in to receive your harvest who's blocking you who's holding you back who, has, who have you given your ear gates to? Who have you given your time to? In this season, it is crucial that you are not around people who don't have your best interest at heart, that you are not around people who don't love the Lord, who aren't trying to, to uh, live their life according to what God has called us to do, because they are going in the opposite direction. And the word of God tells us, how can two walk together and not agree? Eventually, you're going to end up going in the wrong direction. You're going to eventually go in the wrong direction. You're going, if you keep hanging around somebody that's attached themselves to you, they don't even, they're not even really your friend. Look at this sorcerer. It wasn't even really the governor's friend. He could care less about the governor. He was using the governor so he could benefit. So I'm asking you on today, who is using you to benefit? Who have you allowed in your space? In the secret places that belong to you and God, who have you allowed in the secret places that's blocking your blessing, that's causing it to be held up? And they're acting like they're your friend. They're acting like they're out for you. They're acting like I'm on your team, but they're not doing the things that childlike Christians do or Christlike Christians do. Excuse me because a tree is known by its what? By its fruit. And if you look at the fruit of the person and it don't they don't look like God, it don't smell like God come on now, then that's probably not God. We have to begin to search our lives out in this season because remember I told you the great wealth shift is happening and God is going to shift some things to you, but you have to be in position to make the catch. But if someone is blocking you, someone's in the way, someone is sidetracking you, you're going to be distracted and you're going to do what? You're going to miss it because you're not going to be in position I'm decreeing and declaring even now that the people that uh are blocking you holding you back in this season that you would recognize them in the name of Jesus and that you would even now stop for a moment and allow the holy spirit to begin to drop names in your in your mind and they will bubble up out of your spirit of people that you need to put a line in the sand with that you need to distance yourself from because they're actually holding you back. They're not trying to help you get forward. They're just hanging out, trying to leech off of you. They're trying to benefit from your hard work. They're not trying to put in any hard work. They're trying to ride on your coattail. I'm here to tell you that they are blocking you from the things of God. But let's go deeper in this scripture. So what has happened here is, just so you have a little bit of backdrop, uh, Paul and Barnabas they are on their third journey. So they're on their third missionary journey. So they did uh, one journey and um, they were sent over to uh, Cyprus. No, this is the first journey that I'm talking about. This is the first journey. So they do three journeys, missionary journeys. And this first one that I'm talking about today is the first journey that the Holy Spirit led them out to do. Now, how it started is um, the men of God, if you go back into verse 13, and if you uh, go to verse 13, go to verse two, this is how they end up over in Cyprus. This is how they end up at Paphos, where they're interacting with this sorcerer because the Holy Spirit sent them there. I'm at 13 verse two. It says, one day as these men were worshiping, The Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special work I have for them. So after more fasting and praying, the men laid their hands on them and sent them on their way. I'm at verse four. It says sent out by the Holy Spirit. Saul and Barnabas went down to the seaport. See, I need you to get this. So what happens is Saul and Barnabas just didn't end up in Cyprus on their own they are there on an assignment and i decree and declare even now that you will come to a revelation when you come off this podcast or even while you listening to it the revelation of the assignment that god has called you to i believe that my listeners you are on an assignment the lord has called you to something and as you are going to that thing god has set you apart for that assignment you are equipped for it i don't care how ill-equipped you think you are, you are equipped for it if God called you to it because whoever he calls, he qualifies. So if he called you, he qualified you. And when you are weak, he is made strong. So he's called you to a particular work. He's set you apart. He's dedicated things specifically for you so that you might be successful on your journey. Now, this is what has happened. This is why Barnabas and Saul are even down there. The Holy Spirit is who said, dedicate Barnabas and Saul for the special, for a special work I have for them. So the Holy Spirit saying, look, I got a special work down in Cyprus that they don't know about, but I need y'all to go ahead and lay hands on them, bless them, dedicate them, consecrate them, set them apart for this work that I have for them. Now, after the people was obedient and they prayed on them, set them apart, laid hands on them and prayed for, uh, Saul and Barnabas. The Holy Spirit sent Saul and Barnabas down to Cyprus. So that's how they got there. See, I need you to understand that they're not there on their own accord. You're not operating on your own accord. You are sent there by the Holy Spirit. So because you sent somewhere by the Holy Spirit, don't think that the enemy's just going to let you through. He's going to try to fight. He walks around like a roaring lion, seeing who he can intimidate, seeing who he can hold back, seeing who he can block. And I'm here to tell you on today that God is with you. It says when God is for us, the whole world can be against you. It says that when the enemy comes around you like a flood, the Lord will do what? He will lift a standard up against him. And I need you to understand on today as you listen to this podcast is that look around who has your attention, who has you distracted? Are they where they need to be in God? Are they holding you back? Could they possibly be? Could it be? Could it possibly be that you have not Finish that thing you wanted to do, that project, that book, the getting into that college you wanted, getting that connection you wanted, getting that network you wanted, getting that sponsorship you wanted, getting that business you wanted, starting that daycare you wanted, starting that ministry you wanted, getting on that podcast you wanted, whatever, starting that small business, whatever God has called you to do, looking for that new job you wanted, becoming a teacher, switching careers, reinvent yourself. That new thing that you wanted to do. Could it be that the reason you have not did that is because you you may have attached yourself to somebody that's blocking you. You're hearing a little bit of uh, sound in the background, but it's a uh, carnival cruise boat that's uh, pulling out. Um, I live in Hawaii, so I live on the ocean. So you're hearing the, the boat um, pull out. So I apologize for that background noise. But I want you to take inventory of who's in your life and what's in your life so that you can get to your expected end in the season. But let's go back to the scripture. So it's saying, that this sorcerer has attached himself to the governor and trying to block the governor from coming into contact with saul and barnabas so he don't want the governor to hear the word of god but i want you to jump back down to Verse chapter 13, verses nine, because I'm going to show you what Paul did when you're sent on a particular assignment. No one can hold you back when the Holy Spirit has sent you. That's why I'm decreeing and declaring even now that y'all wouldn't do things that, you know, by confirmation that the Holy Spirit has called you to do. Because when the Holy Spirit has called you to do it, remember I said he qualifies who he calls. So if he he calls you, that means he qualifies you. So that means whatever comes against you, you have authority over it. You're going to win. You're going to be able to speak to that thing and and put that thing to rest. You're going to be able to cast that thing into the pits of hell. You're going to be able to, to tell that thing to get thee behind me, Satan. You're going to be able to say that because the Holy Spirit has led you there. He's with you. He's leading you. He's guiding you and you are in territory that you are authorized to be in. You are operating lawfully. But if you find yourself somewhere and you're not supposed to be there, haven't been sent by the Holy Spirit, then you might not be able to do all that you have been called to do to uh, keep that blocking spirit from stopping, you know, the things uh, or blocking you the things in your life. So go down to verse nine. This is what ends up happening. It says, then Saul also known as Paul filled with the Holy Spirit, looked the sorcerer in the eye and said, now I need you to get this. Point number one is you need to look the distraction in the eye and deal with it. You need to look the distraction in the eye and deal with it. I need you to take inventory on today. When you get off this podcast, I need you to look the distraction in the eye and deal with it. It says, then Paul also Then Saul, also known as Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. Because remember I said the Holy Spirit is who sent them down there. So they filled with the Holy Spirit, full of it, full of power, ready to cast out a demonic spirit. It says, deal with the Holy Spirit, looked at the sorcerer in the eye. So he's looking at the enemy in the eye. He's addressing the situation. He's not acting like this situation didn't happen. He's not allowing this situation to to, to be like, just brush it off. This is no big deal. He looks at the problem, the distraction in the eye. Remember, that's point number one, deal with the problem head on. It says, you son of devil. He addresses the problem by name. So point number one, look the distraction dead in the eye. Point number two, call the distraction by name. Because see, you have to begin to look at it and let it know that I know that you're here. Satan, I see you. I see you and you will not continue to block me. God has something for me. I see you and I recognize you. Say with me, this is what it says. I'm at verse 10. It says, you son of the devil. So Paul is looking at the sorcerer in the eye, and this is how he addresses him. You son of the devil, full of every sort of trickery and enemy of all that is good. So he's telling him who he is, the enemy of all that is good. Will you never stop perverting the true ways of the Lord? And now the Lord has laid his hand of punishment upon you. So basically, Barnabas and Saul have been sent down here to address this sorcerer. Come on now. They've been sent down here to address the sorcerer who's attached to the governor and the governor's trying to get get the word of God. The governor's trying to come into the light and the sorcerer is trying to block it. So Paul looks at the problem head on. Remember point number one, then point number two, Paul addresses the problem as what the problem really is. He says, you son of the devil, full of every sort of trickery and enemy of all good, will you never stop perverting the true ways of the Lord? And now the Lord has laid his hand of punishment upon you and you will be stricken a while with blindness instantly mist and darkness fell upon him and he began wandering around begging for someone to take his hand and lead him when the governor saw what had happened he believed and was astonished at what he learned about the lord so i'm here to tell you that the reason that the lord is saying look we're going to address this blocking spirit you've been praying to me asking me why this thing ain't happening to you Happening for you. You've been praying and asking me why things are being delayed. And I'm here to tell you that you need to address the situation in the eye. First of all, take inventory of what's around you. And when you notice the distraction, point number two, you need to look the distraction in the eye to let the distraction know that I see you. I see you. So if that's a friend that's attached themselves to you and they've been taking your time when you should be writing your book, you need to say, Look, I have to write a book. And you're distracting me. You're distracting me, so I can't be with you anymore. Until I, until I get this book done, or until God tells me I need to interact with you again, I need you to be a good courage and look that thing in the eye. Paul looked it in the eye. He identified the problem, and then he cast it. He basically cast it out or cast a punishment upon it. He dealt with the problem. He looked at the distraction called the distraction out. And then he dealt with it. He dealt with it. And I love it because he, he looks at the distraction, tells him what he is, calls him perverse and basically saying, ain't no good thing in you. And because you have done this, the Lord is now punishing you for a little while. And I still even see God's grace. God could have just, uh, went, 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 Straight uh crazy on the uh sorcerer, but he didn't. He he made him blind for just a little while so that he could send and give this sorcerer a lesson. Because how many of you know that the Lord would have it in no social prayers? He wants all of us to make it into Christ. He does, he loves all of us, he wants you to make it in. He the Lord sent them down there to deal with this thing head on. So this, this person must be important to him. Even though it's a sorcerer. this person is important to God because it's a child of God that's off track. It's a child of God that's being uh, driven away by the enemy. That's why Paul addressed him as the son of Of the devil, you're the son of the devil. You are you full of trickery, and you 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 don't have no good thing in you, and because you've decided to do this, the wages of sin is death. There's a consequence for trying to come up against the child of God. There's a consequence for trying to block a blessing from the child of God. That's why I came on today to tell you there's a consequence for whoever is trying to block you from your blessing, they're going to receive a consequence because the Lord is saying, Enough's enough, enough's enough. My daughter or my son have been praying and asking me and I'm revealing it to them. Enough's enough. And for a little while, I'm going to have to put this other person in time out. I'm going to have to put the distraction in time out because you are trying to stop my child from progressing. You're trying to stop a child of God from progressing. That's a dangerous thing to try to stop a child of God From progressing. And I'm here to tell you that the blocking spirits are being served notice on today. So I decree and declare and serve you notice on today. Every blocking spirit under the sound of my voice that has attached themselves to my listeners, then you will be burnt out by Holy Ghost fire and you will be cast to the pits of hell where you will not return again. I decree and declare that everyone under the sound of my voice will be set free from a blocking spirit. They will be set free. They will instantly be set free. They will see things instantly turn around and they will know who was blocking them and they will begin to put the line in the sand and stay consecrated. They will begin to separate themselves from those things that are unholy. I'm here to tell you on today as a prophet of the most high God that I love you, that I'm praying for you, but you have to deal with that thing that's trying to distract you and block you. You have to deal with it head on. Point number one, deal with it head on. Look it in the eye. Point number two, identify it. You have to identify it and call it out so they don't get confused, so we don't try to hide. You call it out. And when you call it out, then you serve the punishment on their day. No, you are not going to distract me anymore you are not going to distract me anymore. I bind you spirit and cast you to the pits of hell and every distraction blocking spirit that's come in with you, I cast you out with Holy Ghost fire. I'm here to tell you on today, I love you guys. I pray that you receive this word on today. I pray that when you get off of here, that you will recognize every distraction and every blocking spirit and that you will be set free because who the son sets free is free indeed. Now, again, for those that this was your uh, first time on my channel and you have, you're not sure that you have salvation. You're not sure that you're saved. I give you a free invitation to salvation. All you have to do is say your name and say that you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sin and he rose on the third day and that you want him invited into your heart as your Lord and savior and that you will follow him all the days of your life. And from that point forward, you have received salvation and you are saved. If you prayed that for the first time, or if I said it too fast, put it on a replay. But if you prayed it for the first time, I want you to email me for your next steps. You can go over to my Instagram, positive thinking podcast, and you'll see me, Dr. Jasmine Baker. You can hit me up on there and I'll be more than happy to send you your next steps and also to send you a book called Prayer 101. Or you can email me at positive thinking podcast at gmail.com. Positive thinking podcast at gmail.com. Email me. I would love to receive your testimonies. I would love to receive your testimonies by email, podcast at gmail.com. Send me your testimonies. Let me know how this station has blessed you so that I might read it over the air. I won't disclose your name, but send me your testimonies. I love you guys. Be blessed and know you are highly, highly favored. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us on today's episode of Positive Thinking with Mrs. Colorful Day herself, Jasmine Baker. We know you are blessed today, and we'd love to hear about it. Connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at Positive Thinking Podcast. If you'd like to know more about Mrs. Colorful Day and our message at Positive Thinking, go to www.positivethinkingpodcast.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, you are blessed. Now go color your world.